بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We continue the explanation uh, of Riyadh al-Salihin and we have reached hadith number 45 and in this hadith which is reported by Abu Huraira radiyallahu anhu he said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal ليس الشديد بالسرعة بالسرعة إنما الشديد الذي يملك نفسه عند الغضب أبو هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه reported that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said the strong man is not the one who is good at wrestling the strong man is not the one who is good at wrestling but the strong man is the one who controls himself in a fit of rage or in a fit of anger and uh, in the next hadith uh, hadith 46 the hadith of Sulaiman bin Surad radiyallahu anhu qal kuntu jalisan ma'an nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallama wa rajulani yastabban wa ahaduhuma qad ahmarra wajhuhu wa antafakhat awdajuhu فقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم إني لأعلم كلمة لو قالها لذهب عنه ما يجد لو قال أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ذهب منه ما يجد فقال له إن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال تعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ومتفق عليه عند حديث سليمان بن سرد رضي الله عنه May Allah be pleased with him He reported that I was sitting with the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم when uh, when when two men began to quarrel and curse each other and the face of one of them turned red and the veins of his neck were swollen from rage the messenger وسلم, said i know of a word uh, of a word if he were to utter it his rage would vanish and that is الرجيم, which means i seek refuge with allah from satan the accursed so they, the companions, said to him, The Prophet ﷺ tells you to utter, I seek refuge in Allah from Satan the accursed. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani ar-rajim. I seek refuge with Allah from Satan the accursed. These two narrations uh, are about the matter of anger and rage. And the anger is a burning fire which the shaytan which shaitan throws in the heart of the children of Adam. Uh, and so he becomes, the, the person becomes raged and his, uh, his, his, um, his cheeks uh, become swollen and uh, the veins of his neck also becomes swollen. His cheeks become red and, and the veins of his neck become swollen and the person will utter uh, words uh, that he may not comprehend and uh, act in ways that are irrational at all but not in any way are irrational but irrational uh, and that's why a man came to the messenger وسلم, and said awsini awsini uh, admonish me so the prophet وسلم, said la taghdab لا تغضب don't get angry قال فردد مرارا and so he repeated it 
many times saying, don't get angry. And the Prophet ﷺ in the hadith of Abi Hurairah here uh, mentioned that the strong man is not the one who is good at wrestling, meaning uh, the one who goes and overpowers people and uh, defeats them in wrestling. Uh, this uh, is referred to by people as a strong man. But uh, the Prophet ﷺ said, in reality, this is not the strong one. The strong one is the one who controls himself <coughs> in the time of anger or in a fit of rage. This is the true uh, person who is uh, a strong and powerful person and who uh, overcomes his desires of motivations of, of, uh, of rage and controls them. This is the real power, an internal uh, strong drive uh, where the person overcomes Satan uh, because it is Satan who uh, throws this burning uh, fire in the heart of the person to uh, rage him. So in this hadith there is the incitement uh, to control oneself at the time of anger and that the person should not go along with it because he will regret that later. Many times a person becomes angry and then he divorces his wife and it may be that this is the last uh, divorce, the last one out of the three. So it, she then uh, does not become lawful for him uh, after that until she uh, marries another person and uh, if divorced from that other person and in a, a legal way not in a cheating way then she may return with a new contract to the, her former husband uh, so anyway this issue is that the, the issue is that the anger drives the person to divorce his wife also uh, this anger drives the person to destroy his wealth either by setting it on fire or breaking it. Uh, many times also the person gets angry and beats his, his son or daughter and uh, he may uh, kill them in the process. Uh, and also uh, a person may get angry uh, on his wife, at his wife, and therefore and ends up beating her severely. Uh, many of these things occur and occur at the time of anger. And that's why the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam forbade for the judge to decree between two people uh, when he is, uh, two disputing people when he is angry. And this hadith is in Al-Bukhari and in Muslim. Because the anger <coughs> prevents the judge from contemplating the issue between them and also therefore prevents him from applying the Sharia law upon them and so uh, he may end up destroying them and end up judging between people in, uh, in an unjust way. Also <coughs> in, this, in the narration here of Sulaiman bin Surad, the hadith of Sulaiman uh, bin Surad May Allah be pleased with him concerning the two people 
who quarreled and cursed each other. <coughs> and the Prophet ﷺ, he said, I know the word. If he were to utter that, his rage would vanish. And it is, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم. I seek refuge with Allah from Satan the accursed. The shaitan al-rajim because what befalls this person is from shaitan. So therefore, uh, the legal thing is that when the person becomes angry is to refrain himself and be patient. Refrain himself and be patient. And seek refuge in Allah from the accursed shaitan. This is what we really need to remember by saying A'udhu Billahi min shaitan al-Rajeem and also by taking other measures like uh, from the Sunnah is to make wudu ablution because the ablution uh, extinguishes the rage uh, and if the person is standing then he sits and if he is sitting then he lies down and if he is worried about uh, continuing uh, he may leave the place where he is in so that he does not express his anger and then regrets that afterwards and this is really what happens many times with us Uh, we get angry and we regret and uh, it is very uh, uh, stressful even on the person because uh, when he uh, sees what he has done uh, moments ago after this uh, this uh, rage uh, of anger uh, he uh, looks at himself uh, with regret and uh, wishes that he did not say what he had uttered I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to assist us uh, to control ourselves at the time of anger and to remember the prophetic uh, treatment of this matter in the next hadith, in the next hadith, hadith 47, hadith 47, uh, from Mu'ad bin Anas, radiyallahu anhu, anna nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, man kadama ghaydan, the one who suppresses anger, wahuwa qadirun ala an yunfidahu, and he has the power to give effect to it, meaning to express it, to to give vent to it will be called out by Allah Da'ahu Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the one free of all imperfection the most high will invite him ala ru'usil khala'iqi yawm al-qiyama to the forefront of the creatures on the day of resurrection and he will be asked to choose any of the virgins the hur of his liking nilhur al-ayn hatta yukhayrahum nilhur al-ayn ma yasha' these um, these are the Hur, the woman of paradise, uh, bright and large-eyed maidens. He will choose from them what he wishes. Uh, this hadith of Mu'ad bin Anas is reported by Abi Dawood and uh, at Tirmidhi. Uh, <coughs> and uh, also an Imam Ahmad and Sheikh al-Albani, rahimahullah, considered it to be Hassan. Good. Uh, narration. Also in the Hadith 48, Hadith 48, عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن رجلا قال للنبي صلى الله عليه وسلم أوصني قال لا تغضب فردد مرارا قال لا تغضب رواه البخاري. Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, reported 
a man asked the Prophet ﷺ for an advice, and he ﷺ said, don't get angry. Uh, and the man repeated that several times, and he replied, don't get angry. This is reported by Al-Bukhari. And in the next hadith, عن أبي هريرة the hadith of أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ما يزال البلاء بالمؤمن والمؤمنة في نفسه وولده حتى يلقى الله تعالى وما عليه خطيئة رواه الترمذي وقال حديث حسن صحيح أبو هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه may Allah be pleased with him said that the messenger of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم said a Muslim, male or female, continues to remain under trial, continues to remain under trial in respect of this life, property, and offspring, meaning he will be tried and tested with all these things, uh, until he faces Allah, until he faces Allah Ta'ala, the Exalted One, with no sin record, with no sin record, free of sins. <coughs> And this hadith is reported by Tirmidhi, who said that it is hadithun hasanun sahih, good and authentic narration. These narrations altogether, uh, as you can tell, uh, they uh, speak about uh, the subject of patience and the uh, refrainment uh, and the merits of patience. As to the first hadith, the hadith of Mu'ad bin Anas, the one who suppresses anger and has the power to give effect to execute it will be called out by Allah the exalted to the forefront of the creatures on the day of resurrection and he will be asked to choose any of the versions of his liking this refrain the غيظ this uh, uh, the anger uh, the, the term غيظ here refers to the intense the intense anger in the hadith here it refers to the intense anger and the one who, the person who, 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 who becomes angry is the one who uh, thinks uh, that he is uh, capable, capable to execute and vent it. But the, because the one who doesn't does not get angry. However, he gets grieved. And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, uh, the attribute of anger applies. And it is uh, from his attributes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, gets angry, uh, but uh, he is not. Uh, uh, we cannot attribute the uh, the the attribute of grief to Allah, because the grief is a defect, and the anger in its uh, right place is perfection. Anger in its right and proper place is perfection. So if a person becomes angry at another person while he was is able to execute his anger and harm him, but he leaves that for the sake of Allah's face and uh, perseveres uh, as to the harm inflicted upon him, uh, then he will have a great reward and he will be called on the day of resurrection as in this hadith, he will be called uh, to the forefront of the creatures on the day of resurrections and he will be asked to choose any of the virgins, the huris of his liking. And as to the hadith of Abi Hurairah, uh, the man said, Ya Rasulullah, uh, admonish me. Asked the Prophet Wasallam, advise me. And he said, La taghdab, don't get angry. And then he repeated it. 
uh, and the third hadith is also evidence that <coughs> the person when he is patient and anticipates the reward with Allah, then Allah expiates his sins for him. And so if the person is afflicted or tested by a calamity in himself or in his offspring or in his wealth and then he is patient on that, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to uh, test him and, uh, and Allah tests him and, uh, with trials and tests uh, so that he wipes all of his sins through that. So if he is patient and uh, perseveres and anticipates the reward, but if he is resentful, uh, then he will receive the wrath of Allah upon him. So if he is patient, he will walk on the face of the earth and there is no sin uh, uh, with him. The <coughs> next hadith is hadith 50. Uh, عن ابن عباس رضي الله عنهما قال قدم عيينة بن حصن فنزل على ابن أخيه الحر بن قيس وكان من النفر الذين يدي أو يدنيهم عمر رضي الله عنه وكان قراء أصحاب مجلس عمر رضي الله عنه ومشاورته كهولا كانوا أو شبانا فقال عيينة لابن أخي يا ابن أخي لك وجه عند هذا الأمير فاستأذن لي عليه فاستأذن فأذن له عمر فلما دخل قال هه يا ابن الخطاب فوالله ما تعطينا الجزل ولا تحكم فينا بالعدل فغضب عمر رضي الله عنه حتى هم أن يوقع به فقال له الحر يا أمير المؤمنين إن الله تعالى قال لنبيه خذ العفو وأمر بالعرف وأعرض عن الجاهلين وأن هذا من الجاهلين والله ما جاوزها عمر حين تلاها وكان وقافا عند كتاب الله تعالى ورواه البخاري In this hadith, this lengthy hadith of Ibn Abbas May Allah be pleased with them <coughs> He said that Uyayna bin Husn came to Al-Madina and stayed with his nephew Al-Hur bin Qais who was among those whom Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, showed favor to. And the knowledgeable people, the Qurra, uh, whether they were old or young, had the privilege of joining Umar's council and he used to consult them. Uyayna, Uyayna said uh, to Hur, my nephew, <coughs> the leader of the believers shows favor to you. Will you obtain permission for me to sit with him? So Al-Hur asked. <coughs> uh, and Umar, Umar asked Umar and he accorded uh, permission. He was given permission. When Uyayna came into the presence of Umar, he addressed him uh, like, Oh son of Khattab. Like in a denunciation form. You neither bestow much on us, nor deal with us justly. See what he accused him? You neither bestow much on us, nor deal with us justly. Umar, may Allah be pleased with him, got angry, and he was about to beat him up. When, Hur, when the Hur said, O leader of the believers, Allah said to his prophet, خُذِ الْعَفْوَ وَأْمُرْ بِالْعُرْفِ وَأَعْرِضْ عَنِ الْجَاهِلِينَ He said to him, he recited the verse, O leader of the uh, show forgiveness 
enjoin what is good and turn away from the foolish, meaning don't punish them. Uh, this one is from the ignorance, that, uh, the one who uttered these things. Um, when the Hur recited this, Omar became quite motionless in his seat, and he always adhered strictly to the book of Allah. Now, uh, the, this, therefore, this is another narration indicating the merit of patience and uh, restraining oneself and suppressing one's anger. So this hadith was mentioned from Ibn Abbas uh, that Umar ibn Khattab, the leader of the believers and the third uh, man in this ummah uh, after its prophet and after Abu Bakr, the first khalifa, the first leader of the believers, Umar is the second. And he was famous for his justice, the application of justice amongst his people, amongst the people. <coughs> and he was known to adhere strictly to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this uh, person of Uyayna uh, bin Husn, and he was from the notable of his people, uh, came to Umar and said, Hey, ibn al-Khattab, this is a son of al-Khattab, uh, this is son of al-Khattab, and this is a word of denunciation and complaint. And he said, إِنَّكَ لَا تُعْطِينَ الْجَزْلِ You neither bestow much on us nor deal with us justly ولا تحكم فينا بالعدل so you see this man now uh, speaking and addressing Umar ibn Khattab the Khalifa who is known for his justice he is addressing him with these words of accusation yet uh, uh, as Umar الله, as Ibn Abbas in this narration mentioned that those adhering to Umar as uh, Majlis Council where people who are Qurra, those who used to uh, have knowledge uh, in, the, in the Qur'an. They are from the companions of the Prophet ﷺ, and whether they were elderly or young, uh, used to consult and draw nearer to Umar. And so this is what should be done by every leader or Khalifa, that he should have good company, good company, because if they were not good company, he will be destroyed, and he will destroy the ummah of Muslims. Uh, but if there are good people uh, around him, then that will benefit the ummah. So what is obligatory, therefore, uh, upon the leader is to choose from the uh, people of knowledge and faith, uh, those who are capable uh, and and uh, those who admonish uh, in all that which is good and the companions may Allah be pleased with all of them the Qurra those who uh, used to learn the Quran are from the people of knowledge because they did not exceed 10 verses until they learned them learned their meaning and what is to be done uh, from these verses meaning to act upon them so when this man <coughs> stood up uh, and, and spoke to Umar in this way in this very rude and aggressive way you don't uh, give us uh, distribute on us bestow much of us or, nor deal justly with us he became angry and he, to the extent that he was about to, uh, to, uh, to beat him 
uh, and to beat him. But then he was advised by one of the companions who was uh, present there. He said to him, and he recited the verse uh, from uh, Surat Al-Araf, Surat Al-Araf, chapter 7, verse 199. خُذِ الْعَفْوَ وَأْمُرْ بِالْعُرْفِ وَأَعْرِضْ عَنْ الْجَاهِلِينَ Show forgiveness, enjoin what is good, and turn away from the foolish, meaning don't punish them. So Umar strictly adhered to the verse, strictly adhered to the verse, because this was the case with Umar. He used to ascribe strictly to the texts, may Allah be pleased uh, with him. And he did not, uh, he did not beat uh, this person, nor did he punish him because of the verse that was revealed in front of him. And now, just contemplate the etiquettes, the etiquettes of the companions. May Allah be pleased with them concerning the book of Allah, that they don't transgress its boundaries. If it is said to them, this is the saying of Allah, they will strictly adhere. They will strictly adhere. So, the saying of Allah here, خُذِ afwa show forgiveness so take the forgiveness from the people whatever is attainable from that and don't seek your full right don't seek your full right because you're not going to be able to attain that so take what is available and make things easy and wa'mur bil'urf wa'mur bil'urf meaning uh, enjoin what is good and what is good is what is uh, revealed. The good is that, is the all good is in the revelation, in the commands and in the prohibitions. And uh, uh, don't uh, call to that which is munkar, that which is evil and bad. Uh, because uh, the matters are of three types is a, a munkar and evil uh, that uh, that should be warned uh, that there should be warning about and then there is good with which should be enjoined and this uh, the third is neither this nor, nor that so the person is is to be quiet concerning it uh, and uh, in the case of advice and admonition the person should not say except that which is good <coughs> in the process of advice and admonition he should not say except that which is good because of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa saying man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir falyaqul khayran aw liyasmut the one who believes in Allah and in the last day let him say that which is good or let him keep silent And then in the saying of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, وَأَعْرِضْ عَنِ الْجَاهِلِينَ And uh, turn away from the foolish. Uh, so those who uh, act in these foolish ways, then turn away from them. And your turning away is not because of your uh, uh, weakness or 
it's not a humiliation, uh, neither to you. So, the position of Umar here, therefore, was clearly manifested. Umar is able to harm this person and punish him because of what he uttered, but he turned away uh, from that, and he complied with the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And ignorance is, ignorance has two meanings. Ignorance has two meanings. First is uh, not being able uh, or not knowing of the matter. This is one meaning, not knowing of the matter or of the affair. The second is foolishness. Foolishness. <coughs> and this should be, uh, naam. Uh, the, this should be uh, warded off in a good way as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in surah Fussilat 41-34 قال الله تعالى وَلَا تَسْتَوِي الْحَسَنَةُ وَلَا السَّيِّئَةُ اِدْفَعْ بِالَّتِي هِيَ أَحْسَنُ فَإِذَا الَّذِي بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَهُ عَدَاوَةٌ كَأَنَّهُ وَلِيٌ حَمِيمٌ uh, and this is in surah Fussilat 41-34 4134 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says <coughs> the good deed <coughs> the good deed and the evil deed cannot be equal so word off or repel the evil with one which is better with one which is better uh, meaning that Allah ordered the faithful believers to be patient at the time of anger and to excuse those who treat them badly then verily فَإِذَا الَّذِي بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَهُ عَدَاوَةٌ كَأَنَّهُ وَلِيٌّ حَمِيمٌ Then verily, he between whom you, between whom and you there was enmity will become as though he was a close friend. يعني سبحان الله, a person between you and him enmity and he does bad to you, treats you badly. Uh, then Allah commands you to ward and repel that with, uh, with that which is good because this will uh, immediately bring you the reward the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَإِذَا الَّذِي بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَهُ عَدَاوَةٌ then verily he between whom and you there is enmity or there was enmity will become though as a close friend uh, and the, this, is, uh, this is said by whom? this is said by Allah Azza wa Jal the most mighty and most magnificent the one who turns the hearts there is no heart from the hearts of the children of Adam, except that it is between two fingers, from the fingers of the most beneficent Allah, the most mighty and most majestic, he turns them as he wishes. So, uh, this is if the person, there is enmity between you and him, and you repel him in that which is good, then uh, enmity, will train, enmity will be changed into friendship and good relations and as a close friendship. So therefore this ayah, which was cited to Umar <coughs> in, in this circle around him, خُذِ الْعَفْوَ وَأْمُرْ بِالْعُرْفِ وَأَعْرِضْ عَنِ الْجَاهِلِينَ This, <coughs> in, uh, forgive, show forgiveness, enjoin what is good, and turn away from the foolish, don't punish them. So when that was revealed, it was mentioned rather to Umar, رضي الله تعالى عنه, he seized. And he did not harm this person, and did not uh, uh, 
respond to his ignorance uh, in any uh, in any other way except to uh, ascribe to the verse. So here we should learn. We should learn uh, when these things occur. Uh, sometimes uh, many of us uh, do get carried away uh, and they could not suppress their anger and uh, the advice to myself and to everyone who listens is to remember the book of Allah and to hasten to tawbah and forgiveness asking him uh, to guide us on this path of istighfar and uh, of seeking forgiveness and seeking refuge in Allah from the accursed devil who ignites this burning fire in the hearts of the children of Adam so that lest we, be, uh, lest we fall in misguidance uh, and because the one who ascribes and holds to the guidance of Allah then Allah uh, promises as in Surah Taha uh, 22-123 فَمَنِ اتَّبَعَ هُدَايَ فَلَا يَضِلُّ وَلَا يَشْقَى فَمَنِ اتَّبَعَ هُدَايَ فَلَا يَضِلُّ وَلَا يَشْقَى Then whoever follows my guidance shall neither go astray nor fall into distress and misery. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us, forgive our shortcomings and forgive our stages of rage and anger that went uncontrolled and went with regret afterwards and to make ourselves submissive to the way that pleases him innahu waliyu dhalika wal qadir alayh wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam this concludes the explanation of these narrations on on anger from hadith 45 and until hadith uh, 50 uh, from riyad al-salihin والحمد لله الذي بنعمته تتم الصالحات وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين